Hello and welcome to another edition of Big City Catholics. I'm Bishop Robert Brennan, serving in Brooklyn and in Queens. And I'm glad to bring you the third of our three-part series reflecting on the experience of World Youth Day in Lisbon. Last week, I had the chance to share with you some of the conversations I had with our young pilgrims during the wrap-up dinner as they told me about the experience and about the moments that touched them along the way. Today, I would like to do a shortened podcast and focus in on our experience in Fatima. You know, last week we celebrated on Tuesday the Feast of the Assumption of Mary. This coming Tuesday, we'll celebrate the Queenship of Mary. And so it's a good opportunity to ask Mary's intercession and to realize the role that Mary plays in our lives. Even now, assume body and soul into heaven. She continues to lead us, her children, the church, to Christ. Begin, as always, with a prayer in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, who made the mother of your son to be our mother and our queen, graciously grant that, sustained by her intercession, we may attain in the heavenly kingdom the glory promised to your children, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I mentioned in this podcast my desire always to have wanted to get to Fatima and to Lourdes. This was my chance to get to Fatima, and I found it to be a very moving experience. And I was so glad to see that many of our pilgrims experienced the same. Some of our pilgrims were tapped to take part in the rosary procession at night. And I'm glad to bring to you this conversation I had with Patrick. I invite you to listen in to that interview. Patrick is a student at St. John's University going into his senior year, but he's also a parishioner of Maria Regina Parish in Seaford. The parish in Seaford joined with the Brooklyn Queens contingent for the pilgrimage. How was the experience of the pilgrimage for you? I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was really eye-opening. The main thing that stuck out to me was definitely the energy of the people, just seeing people from all around the world, all sharing that one special, I guess, trait you can call it, and like our Catholic faith is, it's really cool to see, because in the modern world, you feel like, especially now, like, especially being young, practicing your faith is kind of like, you feel like you're in the minority a little bit, but um, when you're in that environment with millions of people, it makes you feel right at home. So I would definitely say the energy of the people. It was great seeing it all build up during the week, wasn't it? Pilgrims groups with the flags, oh, people yeah. shouting to one another. Yeah, we were actually, it's funny you say that. We were in the subway station going, I think it was going to Stations of the Cross to see the Pope. I think it was a big group from Spain. They had their speakers, their their drums, their tambourines, they're singing songs. It's pretty cool to see like different cultures too. And tapping into what I said before, like just seeing all different kinds of people from all around the world, but all sharing that same love for the faith was it was a really cool experience. You know, one of the things I was most looking forward to was the visit to Fatima. I always wanted to get to Fatima and to Lourdes. I've never been to either place, so I was really looking forward to this visit. Turns out I was there twice, <laughs> with the bishops one day and then the pilgrimage the next day. And I have to say the pilgrim group was just so much more amazing because it was filled with a lot of different experiences. We didn't just go to the shrine, we went to the village. And we were there for the candlelight procession at night. Now, you were called to take a pretty special role in that. I was, last minute, too. I was asked to uh, help and carry the Blessed Mother around during the procession. And uh, I thought that was a really cool experience overall. It was a little nerve-wracking at first because, first off, the sections there didn't really speak the language very well. So that was kind of hard to figure out exactly what to do. But also, 
it's just a lot and there was like a lot of pressure because it's a very big group but um we got it done and it was uh it was it was pretty cool it was a good honor that's great the procession with the blessed mother you have how many people hold the statue six six people holding the anda yeah. that's the stand and the statue and that's a pretty famous statue mm -hmm. that's the statue that would have had the bullet that pope john paul ii would have given that's a pretty important emotional piece and you were bringing it around to the people and all of us were following with all the candles and you had a unique point of view from what you were doing yeah i mean one thing that i'd like to highlight was when you're carrying that you're Obviously, I was saying before, there's so many people watching, but at the same time, that means that you get to watch all these different people too. Everybody has their eyes focused on it and you get to see everybody's reaction. It was really powerful seeing some people, like there were a lot of people crying and just really in the moment. And it's it hits pretty hard and it's like, it's a strong moment. So I definitely say that was one of the turning points that really got me into the, the whole World Youth Day event. You know, the message of Fatima is so important and it makes sense today. It's more than a hundred years ago that it happened and it happened during the First World War and people were really suffering. They would come to call out the names of the war dead from the different cities and so people were really overwhelmed by the reality of war. And we hear a lot of that today, don't we? Yeah. Yet Mary comes speaking a message of peace and a message of mercy. When people are ready to give up on the world, she reminds us that God never gives up on us. And she points us in the direction of mercy. So you brought that gift of mercy by leading the procession. Yeah, I, I hope so. Now, you and I met before this pilgrimage. And in fact, as we were talking before, you served Mass at St. John's University. I was there for the student Mass, and mm -hmm. you were serving, and the St. John's community was raising money for their part of this pilgrimage. And you told me then that you were coming not with St. John's, but with your parish, the parish is Maria Regina. Have you been serving there for a while? Uh, yeah, I served there from a young age. I want to say like fourth grade. And then uh, in high school, I worked as a sacristan there for like four or five years. So I'd say, I mean, not as much now as I used to be, but I'm more, I'm more involved, at, obviously, at school because I'm living there. But when I can, I try to be involved in my home parish as much as possible. That's a great thing. What drew you to answer the call to come on this pilgrimage? I would have to say there's a couple reasons. A lot of my friends from St. John's were going. I found that out. So I thought that would be pretty cool. My mom helped me with some convincing because it is a big commitment. It's in Europe. But also I just, I felt an urge to just go and experience that and just to kind of see what happens because for my, the group that I went with, my home parish, I didn't really know anybody that well. So that was a little nerve wracking going by myself, not really knowing too many people, not knowing who I was going to spend the next eight or so days with, but I made some really good friends. We shared a lot of laughs and a lot of a lot of good memories for sure. So I'm, I'm definitely glad I decided to, to push through. I'm so glad you did too. These days really do stretch our limits a bit, don't they? Mm -hmm. You're coming off of two long journeys by foot on hot days, two unusually hot days in Lisbon. Oh, yeah. How did that happen, right? The weather was so beautiful and then it hits 100 on the very days you were walking to and from the celebration. So there's a lot of stretching. But I think that through this experience, sometimes through the hard times, your friendships are even stronger because it's something that happens in relationships. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you. We're now having our farewell dinner, wrapping things up, and I think everyone's gotten the excitement back after an exhausting couple of days. Oh, yeah, I'm ready to go. Well, good. Thank you very much. Thank you for bearing witness to Mary at Fatima. You did a great service to thousands of people you will never meet again, but who were really touched by you leading the procession. Thanks for being part of this, and you bring the whole experience home with you now. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I got to spread the word. I'll see you at St. John's. See you, Bishop. Thanks again to Patrick and to all of those who participated in the various conversations that I shared with you over the last couple of weeks. As I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we just celebrated the Feast of the Assumption of Mary, and we heard the gospel of the visitation of Mary to Elizabeth, where Mary rises up in haste and makes way to the hill country of Judea. After she hears the message of the angel Gabriel, she goes, she rises up, she goes in haste, she goes to be with Elizabeth in her need. That was one of the major themes throughout the World Youth Day this year, rise up, rise up, Mary arose in haste. And our Holy Father then encouraged the young people to do the same. Now to have encountered Jesus, to rise up and to bring the message of Jesus back home. Over these last few weeks, I've been asking you to pray for the pilgrims that they might have this powerful encounter with Jesus Christ. Now I ask you to pray for them. Pray for them that now with this encounter, they may be for us powerful witnesses of the love of God in the world, powerful witnesses of faith in Jesus Christ, powerful witnesses with his message of hope, of peace. In Fatima, we looked to Mary, who is the queen of peace, and remembered her appearance to those young children during a time of great war. I ask you to close with me now. We pray the Memorare, asking Mary to pray with us for peace in our world, for peace in our homes, for peace in our cities, for peace for all those who are struggling. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, we fly unto you, O Virgin of Virgins, our Mother. To you we come, before you we stand sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not our petitions, but in your clemency hear and answer us. Amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Friends, I look forward to being home this coming week and to resuming our regular schedule for Big City Catholics. Until then, God bless you and enjoy these days of summer. Thank you.